Hey everybody, welcome to REI In Your Car. I'm Joe McCall, how you doing? So, man, it's cold outside. It was like 20 degrees today. And at night, it was like 10 or 15 degrees. And you know, this beast that I'm driving right now that you can hear. <laughs> Try starting this thing in the morning. Are you kidding me when it's 20 degrees outside? So luckily, um, last year, I had the mechanic install some kind of heater thing that I plug into a electrical cord that kind of keeps the starter maybe that's what it is something in the engine keeps it a little bit warm it was interesting he gave me two different options you can actually put it on the on the engine block or you can wrap this electrical heater cable thing around some kind of some pipe pipes or hoses and so I just uh, I forget what I did but that was interesting you can keep this stuff in anyway anyway um, so I'm, it's, it's evening right now, it's like 5.30, and I'm driving to have dinner with my wife and kids. They were out all day doing something with some friends, and uh, I'm meeting them for dinner, and then I'm going to the shooting range. I haven't been to the shooting range in a couple months. I try to go as often as I can to, just to stay, uh, stay familiar. If, if any of you listening to this have handguns, uh, you should be practicing regularly with them, right? And the rest of you that uh, don't have handguns, um, you're probably wondering what on earth am I talking about this for? And some of you probably think I'm a, a blooming idiot, but that's okay. Um, I have something else I want to talk about, and I can't, you know, it's funny, I, I've been doing these podcasts for a while now, and I do some videos once in a while on Facebook Live, and I just can't remember sometimes if I've said this before recently. Um, most of the time I've said things that I'm saying at least a uh, hundred times before. So if you've been listening to me or following me for any certain amount of time, you've heard me say this before. But I only try to say things to you that are real estate related that are important and I think that are, will be helpful to you. Because I appreciate you guys. I do. So I had a, a coaching call the other day and uh, this gentleman was kind of struggling in his business and has zero money for marketing. And he was kind of upset with himself um, that he hadn't gotten any farther than where he was. And he was looking at himself thinking, where did all my money go, right? You know, I, I, he has a bunch of credit card debt now that he has spent on marketing that didn't work, on coaching and courses and stuff like that. And I feel for the guy, right? And so I really kind of wanted to help him as best I could and I, I really wanted to give him a simple simple plan and one of the things I noticed was that he was getting by the way um, if you are one of my coaching students and you you hear me talk about other coaching students I hope you don't listen to this thinking oh man I don't want to talk to Joe and tell him about my struggles and problems because then he's going to be talking about it on podcast uh, <laughs> oh so maybe I shouldn't maybe I should uh Maybe I should say this this wasn't a guy, it was a lady. And it wasn't an old guy, it was a young lady. So that you have no idea who I'm talking about. <laughs> no, 
No, I'm sorry, but I'm I, I'm not going to say anything bad. Uh, I'm just going to say what I think is helpful for the majority of you out there listening to this. All right. Uh, and so one of the things that, yeah. So I'm sorry if you're listening to this and you're thinking, what on earth, Joe? I'm not going to talk to you anymore. <laughs> I'm not going to ask for your help because you're just going to talk about it on the podcast and all of your millions of listeners. I don't have that many. So anyway. One of the things I noticed that this guy was doing was really complicating things and and was trying to get all of this stuff to work before he really started taking much action. Like, he was trying to get his podio set up. He was trying to get the spreadsheets set up that make the offers. He was trying to get his websites. Because he was asking me these kinds of detailed questions, which are important, but not as important as what? Marketing, talking to sellers, making offers, all that good stuff. So I really tried to pull him back and said, listen, listen, stop. Forget about Podio for now, all right? Forget about websites. Forget about these offer spreadsheets. And what I did is I walked him through a real simple plan. And I said, what I want you to do first off is I sent him a simple seller lead sheet. And I have this in my course. It's a one-page document. And I said, print 20 of them or 50 of them, whatever. And then... um, get four file folders are they called manila folders i don't know i haven't used one in years but get one of those things and label one of them uh hot leads and then another one warm leads and then cold leads and then new right new sheets take all your new sheets and put them in the new folder and every time you talk to a seller any seller at all pull out one of those sheets and um write your notes on it And if it's a hot lead or a warm lead or a cold lead, put it in that folder. And at the bottom, every lead, unless it's dead, needs to have an open task at the bottom of that. You need to have an open task that says, hey, do this next. And and, uh, whether it's call again in a week or call again in a month, send them an offer, whatever it is. And what I like to do is put an open box, like a box, uh, like a square, so that I can, I know it's a task and I can check it off. And if it's really important, I put a star next to it and I put a due date next to it. Whatever you want to do. And you carry those four folders around with you everywhere you go. So if you're driving around town or you're at your office, you have those, those folders. And when you talk to a seller, you just pull one, the new ones out. When you have a little lull and you're not talking to any sellers and you're not doing any marketing, first pull out the hot folder and go through those papers and look for the next thing you've got to do. Maybe it's a seller that you need to call and follow up. Maybe it's an offer that you need to send or whatever. You can see all your notes and you just do it. And then move that paper to the back of the of that little folder and go to the next one, right? And you can quickly look at these and see what the next thing you've got to do is and when that's due. So forget about any kind of CRM. Just get the stuff in paper. And after you do a deal or two, don't worry about learning Podio. Hire an assistant, hire a VA to learn the podio for you and then just take those those seller lead sheets you know maybe take a picture of them with your phone and just email it to your assistant and have your assistant update podio or whatever crm you're using right or just do a voice memo and record a voice memo to your phone and have them updated so anyway uh yeah so just simplify that stuff get rid of podio don't you don't make money sitting behind your computer you don't Unless you have you know enough money for marketing and you've outsourced all of your stuff, so then, uh, then what? 
Oh, yeah, we talked about making offers because he was trying to get this spreadsheet. You're getting this spreadsheet all fancied up, and that would just put in a couple numbers from Zillow, and it calculates all these different options and all these different offers for you. And then you click another fancy button, and it puts it, merges it all into a letter. And then you click another fancy button, and you send it through click to mail, whatever. Which is what I teach. I, I, I have these videos, and <laughs> every time I do one of these calls, I'm like, man, maybe I should not have done that video because now all these people that are technologically challenged. Uh, don't know how to do this stuff and they're asking for my help and it's distracting them from what's most important what's most important is sending offers and if you have to just do it by carrier pigeon and morse code then do it don't don't fart around all day trying to get the stupid spreadsheet to work okay so i told him i said forget the spreadsheet scratch it get rid of it get a yellow pad of paper write these numbers down for a cash offer, you take the average, and he was asking about comps, like which websites should I go to to get comps? Do you take the average or do you take the minimum? Or do you look at solds and how many months do you go back? Okay, so forget it, stop. Just go to Zillow, and if you really, just use Zillow, or you know, if you want, you can go and look at, you know, take a look at three of them, right? Zillow, ePraisal, and RealQuest, whatever. Take the average of the three, that's it. So for your cash offer, Get the, get the ARV or the average of those three things. Uh, multiply it by 70%. Just subtract 15 grand for repairs. Forget about trying to estimate repairs. Unless you know by looking at pictures, it's really in, in really good shape. Just use 15 grand for repairs. If you're wrong, so what? It's just an initial offer. And then you will, you can, you know, once you're trying to flip the deal, you, you, know, you can get an inspection. Then you can go get a contractor's estimate and all that's good stuff. Just use 15 grand for repairs. And then subtract, you know, five, ten grand for your wholesaling fee, maybe seventy-five hundred. So you take the uh, the average of the three Zillows and appraisals and whatnot times seventy percent, minus fifteen grand for repairs, minus seventy-five hundred dollars, and that's your cash offer. That's it. And then just, you know, if you wanted to, you could take those letters that I send and I have in my stuff, and just, you know, print it with blanks, print it with the blanks, and just handwrite the numbers in. That's all you need to do. Um, all right, so then if you he wanted to make two offers. He wanted to make a lease option offer and a cash offer. So I said, all right, well, I'm going to complicate this a little bit, just a little bit, but just pay attention. Take the ARV values, the ARV value, times that by 85%, and that's your option price for your lease option. That's your offer. Then take the rental amount you get from Zillow, multiply that by 75%, and that will be your um, rent that you're paying to the tenant, to the seller. And then the term will be three years, and your down payment will be 500 bucks. And that's your lease option offer. That's it. And then he said, "Well, what about the letter? How do I? What language do I put in the letter?" I said, "I don't. It doesn't matter. Just put it all on one page. Say, Jim, it was nice talking to you about your house at 123 Main Street. Um, take a look at the two offers." And let me know if one of them will work for you. Thanks, Joe. Just send that one page. It can be handwritten. Whatever. Doesn't matter. Just get it sent. Get it done. Oh, you see, I can hear the the relief in his voice. Like, oh, that's it? That's all I have to do? Okay. So then I said, listen, now you need a marketing plan, right? You don't have any money for marketing. And I asked him, how many sellers have you talked to in the last week? Well, first I asked, how many offers have you made in the last week? Uh, none. 
Okay, how many sellers have you talked to in the last week? Uh, none. All right. So, um, how many like how many hours a week do you have available? And this this person has a lot of them. He has a lot of time, and he's just wasting too much time with unimportant stuff. Okay, I'm not coming down hard on him because I I want you guys to understand that uh, we all do this. And the reason I get so passionate about it is because I used to do that, and I still do sometimes. So I need to slap myself across the head a little bit and say, "Come on, you know, you dork, stop it. <laughs> that's that's not important. Revenue first. I heard Tom Kroll talking about that the other day, and his he heard that from his brother Todd Todd Toback. Revenue first. So when you look at all these things you got to do today, what is the first activity? What's the one activity that's going to give you the most revenue, the fastest possible, but in the shortest amount of time? Okay, so that's what you need to focus on. Now, the marketing plan, we kept it real simple. I said, listen, let's just do this. No money, okay, no problem. I want you to go to Craigslist every day and find 20 rentals and twenty or 20 FISBOs and uh, send them a text message that, hey, I saw your rental. Do you want to sell it? If it's a FISBO, then just say, I'm an investor. I saw your property. Is your price negotiable? Something simple. And just send 20 text messages a day. Okay, then... And that gets Craigslist or Zillow, okay? Then, uh, what was the next thing? Oh, yeah. Um, go to Redfin and look up older properties that have been on the market for over 60 days that need work. And send an email to the realtors that you're an investor, you're interested in buying the property, and uh, make an offer, like just what we talked about, that offer I calculated. Or do like 85% of list price. Whatever's faster and easier. Just do. Just make an offer. And email it to the agents. You're not sending a contract. You're just sending them an offer. Saying, hey, I'm an investor. I'm looking for more houses in this area. I like this property. Would your client... I don't want to waste your t- t- client's time. Would they consider something in this price range? And send the offer. I mean, email uh, an email to the realtor. Okay, It's not really an offer because it's not a contract. But just do that. And do 10 of those a day. Just 10. Maybe if you want to do lease options, say, hey, I saw your property. It looks real nice. Um, you're, I know I see it's been on the market now for 180 days. Your client wouldn't be open to doing a lease purchase, would they? Okay. Send 10 of those a day. That's it. Then, finally, for the third thing, I told him, I said, I want you to find another wholesaler, find several wholesalers in your area that have a lot of old leads and follow up with their old leads. Ask them, say, hey, listen, if I can follow up, if you can give me your old dead leads, and if I call them and follow up um, and can get a property under contract, um, will you split the deal with me? Or even you could say, just, you know, will you pay me a couple thousand bucks just to get your feet going, get, get something started? So that's it, your marketing plan. So um, go find a couple wholesalers and call 10 of their old leads a day. Just call them or text them or voice blast them, slide dial them or whatever. Uh, just, just do 10 a day. Now, do you think... If he did, if he texted 20 Craigslist landlords or Zillow landlords a day, emailed 10 realtors a day, and then called 10 old leads from another wholesaler every day, do you think after a month or two months or three months, he might do a deal? Yes. Yes, he would. In fact, I reminded him, I said, listen, if you're in my coaching program, and this is what, this is a guarantee I give to everybody, okay? If you're in my coaching program, it's not cheap. But if you don't make your coaching fee back in three months, this is my guarantee, then you and I will get on the phone and I'm going to help you come up with a marketing plan. And in that marketing plan, if you do that stuff, 
if you do the marketing plan and, and I'm not going to give it to you, you're going to tell me what you're going to do. And if I think it's like it's, it's doable, and if it's, if it's good, and you can talk to at least five sellers a day and make at least what, three to five offers a day, if you can do that consistently over the next three months and you still can't do a deal and make your coaching fee back, then I will give you your coaching fee back. Because obviously it doesn't work and I'm full of BS. I know and I'm so 100% confident in this, in this business. It's so simple, guys. It's not that hard. And I know beyond a shadow of a doubt that if, if you can commit to making offers every day for at least three months, you should make your coaching fee back. And if you don't, then I'm doing something really wrong and what I'm teaching is a total fraud. And uh, I don't deserve your money and I'll give it back to you. So anyway, I reminded him of that and I said, all right. He was already past his first three months. He was in like month six. But I told him, I said, listen, if you if you take this marketing plan and you do it and uh, you give me your scorecard, you report on your numbers every week, email your numbers to me, then I will, um, and, and you still can't do a deal after meeting this marketing plan. And I asked him, I said, is this doable? Can you do this? And he said, yes, I can. I said, will you do it? He said, yes, I will. Great. So bottom line, guys, it, it, it's all about taking massive action. Massive action. Keeping it really simple. Doing, taking massive, massive action. And getting a coach to hold you accountable. Um, super simple. Right? So guys, listen, if you're interested in coaching, first of all, let me just say, I hope you can take what I just taught you and, and start implementing it and start uh, actually doing it in your own business. But uh, if, you, if you need some help, uh, let's talk, all right? If you go to coachjoe.net, that's one of my websites. I have too many of them. But at coachjoe.net, you can schedule a, um, get some more information about the coaching. Or no, you can go to joemccall.com slash coaching. That kind of explains a little bit more maybe. joemccall.com slash coaching. And uh, fill out an application on one of those sites, coachjoe.net, coachjoe.net, or joemccall.com slash coaching. And um, you'll get on the phone with one of my coaches, one of my guys, and um, they'll talk to you about the program and see if you're a good fit. And if we feel like you would be a good fit and if, if we like what you have to say, then we'll let you in and uh, we'll start working with you, okay? All right, guys, take care. See ya. I am at the pizza place. It's called Amis. Amis, it's an Italian restaurant and they have really good pizza. I'm here early because I'm going to order the pizza so that when my wife and kids get here, they will, uh, we won't have to wait. You know how awesome and fun it is to wait in a restaurant with four little kids. <laughs> All right, see you guys. Bye.